the streets I'm praising God is amazing Lord you're so amazing He gave man the inspiration God is amazing Lord you're so amazing Please look out for me Lord Good morning saints Just wanna be thankful for another day and uh this is brother morris aka deacon morris soon and hopefully soon to be pastor morris of god is amazing center for worship of jesus christ where all are welcome to tune in and worship the lord and do bible study and get a message of hopefully that's inspiring by way of the lord and the spirit when we're all on one accord so without further ado let's go in with prayer lord we thank you for allowing us to wake up this morning we thank you for carrying us through last night but first we must ask that you forgive us for our sins and the things that we have done that are unlike you we thank you for our family and our children our jobs we thank you for waking us up this morning we thank you for everyone that allowed that you allowed to wake up we thank you for the works of your hands all that you've created and all that you sustained just by your being and just because it is in your will that it does so we thank you lord for making a path for us we thank you lord for every mountain that you move every obstacle that you have conquered in our in your name in the name of your son jesus christ we thank you for your presence your mercy your grace your glory your unchanging hand of love unconditional love we thank you for all that you are we thank you that you will guide us and carry us through this message lord and that you will not allow us to be beguiled by the enemy or fooled by the enemy we thank you lord for your presence and your love and we thank you for your wisdom knowledge and understanding that you were about to give us lord by way of the spirit these things we thank you in the name of our lord and savior jesus christ amen Uh, praise the Lord, saints, we're back. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to uh, go into the Old Testament today. We have a message out of the Old Testament. And uh, for those of you who aren't too familiar with your Bibles, the Old Testament is usually at the beginning or near the front portion of your Bible. Um, we're going to go into the book of Samuel. The book of Samuel. First uh, Samuel, that's Samuel, S-A-M-U-E-L, Samuel, with the number one in front of it. First Samuel, chapter 17. This is a very powerful book, and uh, I honestly don't choose these things. They just come. The Lord gives me either by way of a message that pops up um, or uh, or a scripture that comes that I do study. And it's so good. I just have to share it. I can't be greedy with the word. I just have to share it with my brothers and sisters because I feel like you guys deserve the meat. And I deserve if, if Jesus was humble enough to take on a fleshly form and 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 come down. And, you know, if God was able to do that for us and feed us the spiritual food needed for us to survive and to find our way to him. Then who am I to hold back 
what he has for me. I am commanded as an ambassador of the Lord to and an ambassador being someone who shows you the way to somewhere, to a, a direction. Um, then here am I not to share it with you. So we're going to go and uh, we're going to start in the book of First Samuel. I'll give you some time to find that. If you have a hard time, just check your table of contents. And once again, you'll see First Samuel and Second Samuel. Uh, so we're going to go with Samuel. First Samuel chapter 17. Um, now, this was amazing to me because this story starts off and it's it's an it's an amazing story it it takes a second to pick up and get where it's going uh but um what i want to ask you when we read this story uh is <laughs> what obstacles are you facing today um what is the biggest mountain and the biggest challenge that you face that sticks up and stands in front of you and uh, challenges you daily. Um, what obstacle can you say that you face every, that you face for some time daily? And it's just challenging you every day, every day, every day. Okay, so we're going to go get into this. We're going to start at verse one. This is Bible study, folks. This is me for the soul. Okay, so. Now the Philist this is just started verse one of chapter seventeen, first Samuel. Now the Philistines gathered together their armies to battle. You hear that? And were gathered together at Shakar, which belongs to Judah. Those are God's people. Now remember that. These these are God's people, not the Philistines, but the Judean Judas. And pitched a tit, they pitched a tit between Shekach and Azekah and Ephes and Damim and Saul and the men of Israel were gathered there together and pitched by the valley of Elah and set the battle in array against the Philistines. So the, the Philistines in Judah are about to go to war. The armies are geared up they are faced with each other. They are ready to get this thing popping. So back on in verse three and the Philistines stood on a mountain on one side. Okay. We're on one mountain and Israel stood on a mountain on the other side. And uh, there was a valley between them. So they on this mountain, you on this mountain and there's a huge valley in between the two. And there went out a champion out of the camp of the Philistines named Goliath of Gath. Goliath of Gath, whose height was six cubits and a span. I was so, Im I mean, I don't know you guys like, you know, we, we deal with, in the United States, we deal with the the uh, metrics. No, not the, is it the, we deal with inches, centimeters, millimeters. <laughs> You know, we deal with that, you know, uh, feet, you know, and uh, so I was like cubits. So I had to look it up and it says I, the equivalent of six cubits is nine feet. So Goliath was nine feet tall. 
and he had a helmet of brass upon his head and he was armed with a coat of mail and the weight of the coat was 5,000 shekels of brass. Now, I don't know about you, Saints, but uh, last time I checked, Saints, five, I mean, 5,000 shekels, which would be coins of brass, brass. Is is a is a form of of, of uh, metal, precious metal, and I think five thousand coins would be very heavy. And he had greaves of brass upon his legs, so his legs were girded. He had leg protectors of brass on his legs, and and a target of brass between his shoulders. So there was a circle, a big circle to shield his chest, and the staff of his spear was like a weaver's beam and his spear's head weighed 600 shekels of iron so this big nine foot guy carrying all this weight so obviously he's a big strong man built for war amen and one bearing shield went before him so somebody went before him you know you know in front of him to catch him in case you decide you want to pick him off and that ain't happening you know he and he stood and he cried out unto the armies of Israel. They were at eight and said, uh, verse eight of chapter 17, first Samuel and said unto them, why are ye come out to set your battle in array? Would you come out here to fight for? Did you come out here to bring your army for you? He said, am I not a Philistine and ye not servants of Saul? So basically he's challenging them. Like why y'all, y'all came out here like y'all want to do something. Why y'all just standing there? Uh, he said, am I not a Philistine? Y'all not serving the Saul? Why are we not doing this? Why we ain't got to this? Let's make this happen. What you waiting on? You know, uh, he said, choose you a man for you and let him come down to me. So he's saying, bring send your best fighter out to me. This is Goliath talking. And if he be able to fight with me and to kill me, then we will be your servants. But... If I prevail against him and kill him, then shall you be our servants so and serve us. So here he is challenging them. Like, you know, you send your best fighter out. I'm their best. I'm the Philistines' best fighter. Uh, we're going to knock this thing out. We're going to chunk him. We're going to throw up the hands, fisticuffs, swords, uh, whatever you got, swords, mace, uh, ag, battle axe, whatever your weapon of choice is. We're going to do this. If you beat me, we going to bow down to y'all. But if I beat the brakes off of your guy, then you guys are going to serve us. So the Philistine said, I defy the armies of Israel this day. He's telling them, you hear this? Give me a man that we may fight together. He is taunting them. When Saul and all Israel heard those words of the Philistine. They were dismayed and greatly afraid, so they were sad and scared. Now, David was the son of Ephrathite, of that Ephrathite of Bethlehem, Judah, whose name was Jesse. So David's dad's name was Jesse, and he was of Judah, Bethlehem, by way of Bethlehem, and he was an Ephrathite. And he had eight sons, and the man went among men, the man went among men for an old man in the days of Saul. So he was older. He was already in his latter years, uh, in his later years, rather, uh, was Jesse, David's father. Um, and the three eldest sons of Jesse went and followed Saul to battle. So the three oldest sons of Jesse were soldiers. And the names of the three sons that went to the battle were Eliab the firstborn and next unto him was 
Abinadab, and the third was Shema, or Shema. And David was the youngest, and the three eldest followed Saul. So they all went in the battle. They were soldiers. They was, you know, we riding with you, Saul. We got you. But wait a minute. They riding with him with Saul. They're older than David. Huh? They are already in battle. They are battle tested, been in wars. Why is Goliath out here calling and none of these guys rise to the occasion? Not just them, the whole entire army. But David went. And we had 15, verse 15, chapter 17 of 1 Samuel. But David went and returned from Saul to feed his, um, his father's sheep at Bethlehem. And the uh, Philistine drew near morning and evening and uh, presented himself 40 days. And so 40 days, Goliath is trampling up and down, walking, strutting like a rooster in front of the hens, walking around. Mm, mm, mm. Hey, what y'all going to do? I'm stomping. I'm calling y'all out what y'all want to do. Bring it. I've been doing this. His 40 days popping. Nobody coming to see me. This is what Goliath is doing to the entire army. No man steps forward. And Jesse said unto David, his son, take now for thy brothers an ephah and ephah of this parched corn and these 10 loaves and run to the camp to your brothers and try these 10 cheeses unto the captain of their thousand and look how your brothers fare and take their pledge. So basically David's running the errand. Hey, you, you know, you a little one. Go on up here and take this, take this food to your brothers. Take this food to the captain of their armies. You know what I'm saying? Just go handle that for me real quick. See, check on your brothers and tell me how they doing. Tell you know. Now Saul and they and all the men of Israel. He didn't even say some of the men of Israel. All the men of Israel were in the valley of Elah fighting with the Philistines. And David rose up early in the morning and left the sheep with a keeper. Hey, look after these sheep. And took and went as Jesse had commanded him. And he came to the trench as the host was going forth to the fight and shouted for the battle for Israel and the Philistines had put the battle in a race. So they put the battle in, you know, it's going down. I mean, they, they, they dress for the battle and the army against army. And David left his carriage in the hand of the keeper of the carriage and ran into the army and came and saluted his brothers. And it says, brethren here, as he talked with them, behold, there came upon came up the champion, the Philistine of Gath, Goliath by name, out of the armies of the Philistines and spake according to spake meaning he spoke, he talked to him according to the same words. So he's saying the same stuff. And David heard them. David heard this. You listening? All the men of Israel, when they saw the man, fled from him and were sore afraid. So the armies and all the men were afraid of him. They scared. David's here listening to this. His heart is ready. David is like, wait a minute. And the men of Israel said, have ye seen this man that has come up? Surely to defy Israel, he has come up. And it shall be that 
the man who killeth him, the king will enrich him with great riches and will give him his daughter and make his father's house free in Israel. So the reward for taking out this big behemoth, this giant that is taunting Israel, taunting the people of God, walking back and forth, challenging the whole city, country, whatever, challenging a whole people and no one stepping forth will be blessed with the riches of a, the daughter's hand in marriage, which would make him royalty and, 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 and his house, father's house will be free and not a slave, but be free. And David spoke to the men that stood by him saying, what shall be done to this man that killeth this Philistine and taketh away the reproach from Israel for who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God? Off the back, David is hot. David is hot right now. What are you looking around? This dude is dissing us. He's disrespecting us. What are y'all doing? Who is this dude? I don't even know him. And the people answered him after this manner, saying, So shall it be done to the man that killeth him. And Eliab is uh, so, 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 right? They basically what they said they're doing is confirming that the, all the riches and all that stuff that we talked about earlier in the hand of the daughter's hand in marriage and the father's house being free, that is the reward for taking out this. Well, they, to them, it's a monster. To David, he sees nothing special. And uh, we're at verse 28. And Eliab, his eldest brother, heard when he spoke unto men, and Eliab's anger was kindled against David. So he angry at his own brother. He ain't even went out to the battle. Hold on. And he said, Why camest thou down hither? So what you come down here for? And with whom hast thou left those few sheep in the wilderness? So right now he's trying to put David on blast. Man, you just a little shepherd. What you doing down here? Who you left your sheep with, man? That's what you need to go worry about. Hating on his brother, man. I know thy pride. This is what he's he talking to David. And the naughtiness of thine heart. For thou art come down that thou might see the battle. So you just want to come down here to see the battle. What you doing down here? Going back up there with your sheep. Where they at? Who watching them while you down here being nosy? That's what he's saying to David, huh? You see that? Amen. Look, and watch what David said. And David said, what have I now done? Is there not a cause? Like, man, I brought you food, man. Would you, you know, did it look like I'm trying to be nosy? I brought you something. And he turned from him toward another and spoke. Uh, he, look, he turned, look, here that he turned from him immediately. Like, man, I ain't trying to hear you. David turned from him toward another and spoke to after the same manner. And people answered him again after the former manner. So he, he asked him, well, you know, what should be done for the man to get this man? That's what they mean by the same manner. And, and then, you know, for the former manner, they answered, you're going to get this. You're going to get that. You're going to get this. And David heard what they, and, and, and the words were heard, which David spoke. They rehearsed them before Saul. So they went and told Saul and he sent for him. And David said to Saul, so he David, so they went and told Saul what David said. And David and Saul immediately sent for David. And David said to Saul, let no man's heart fail because of him. Thy servant will go and fight with this Philistine. Look at David, just uh, God, God given 
boldness because don't forget david was a firm david is a firm believer in god in god the living god a firm believer writes songs to him plays the harp and sings songs of praises to god he's not worried about this he's wondering why they worry knowing that they just people of god of the living god the one true living god Okay, we had 33, and Saul said to David, thou art not able to go against this Philistine to fight with him. Look, instantly, this is the devil trying to creep in and put doubt in David's head, trying to get David to doubt the power of God in him. And so David said, unto, through faith in God, of course. So David, and, and, and he said to David, thou art, the, David Saul said, uh, thou art not able to go against this Philistine to fight with him, for thou art but a youth. He said, you too young, baby. You're too young. And he a man, he's a man of war from his youth. Like you just getting here on this earth and he's been fighting since he was young, your age. And David said unto Saul, thy servant kept his father's sheep. He said, I kept, I tend to the sheep. He said, and there came a lion and a bear and took a lamb out of the flock. A lion and a bear. You know, bears are big. A lion. You hear that, saints? Amen. We're at 35. Watch with this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch how it work. And I went out after him and smote him. Do you know what smote mean? Smite, smote, smitten. That means he went out and killed them. Not just struck them. Not just hit them. Not just stabbed them. Erased their life force. By the Watch this. Watch this. And I smote him and delivered it out of his mouth. And when he rose against me, Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Let me let me recorrect that. He smote him, so he struck him. He got his sheep back, delivered him out of his mouth. He said, but and then when the animals got mad and tried to fight back and get some get back, they tried to get at him at David. He said, I caught him by his beard and smote him and slew him. So now he not only hit him, he hit him again and killed him. Thy servant slew both the lion and the bear. And this uncircumcised Philistine shall be as one of them, seeing he hath defied the armies of the living God. So now David is getting bold. He's hot. He's ready by the way. But what does he do? He puts God in first. He, he understands that they are God. We are God's people. He's going to go fight on behalf in faith that God will protect him when he goes out to battle. Okay, the moving on to 37, David says, moreover, the Lord that delivered me out of the paw of the lion, amen, what'd he say? Wait, 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 who delivered him? The Lord that delivered me, the Lord that delivered me, let me say it again, the Lord that delivered me out of the paw of the lion and out of the paw of the bear, he will deliver me out of the hand of the Philistine." Hold on. Let me say that again. The Lord, huh? David gives immediate credit to the Lord, as we read yesterday with Jeremiah, immediately giving credit. I mean, uh, um, Paul immediately giving credit to the Lord. Immediately. The Lord delivered me. You hear that? Out of the paw. The Lord delivered me out of the paw of the lion. The Lord delivered me out of the paw of the bear. He will deliver me out of the hand of this Philistine. Amen. If David's faith is unwavering. It is unshakable. It is unbreakable. It is unshatterable. Amen. And Saul said unto David, go. And the Lord be with thee. 
Amen. And Saul armed David with his armor, and he put his helmet of brass upon his head, and armed him with a coat of mail. And David girded his sword upon him, and, and girded him with a sword, and girded him with a sword with his armor. And he is said to go, for he had not proved it. And David said to him, Saul, I can't go with these. Look at him, David. He's not, he's like, think about this now. He's not a soldier. Uh, 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 per soldier per se in, the, in, in, in that he needs a sword uh, or that he needs a, a breastplate or, or that he needs a, 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 to gird his loins or that he needs a helmet no 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 he said I cannot go with these for I have not proved them now uh, and I, you know and David put them off you know he took them off well, I don't need all this it's, it's slowing me down that's not what I, I, I get down with the Lord's protection amen well, the only thing I need is the Lord to protect me, amen? You know, I, I don't need all this other stuff that you guys put on. I rely on God. God is going to deliver me. I told you that earlier. Didn't he tell him that earlier? God delivered him out there, Paul, from the Paul to the lion, from the Paul to the bear. He didn't have no armor on then, amen? So, and he took his staff in his hand and chose him five smooth stones out of the brook. Look, out of the water. Even the brook is a, it's a small, like a small little thing of water. You understand? So he sold, he chose them fall out of the water. He chose five smooth stones. He put them in the shepherd's bag, which he had, even in the script. And his sling was in his hand. And sling, for you guys that don't know, is a, it's very, they always tell you it's a sling shot. But a sling is just a, it's somewhat different. You know, a sling, you put the rocks in it and you swing it round, round, round in a circle and you throw it. You sling the rocks out of it. It's not like people always try to think, not the proverbial slingshot like we think of today. Uh, you know, he puts it in there and you sling it, sling it, sling it, and you let loose and whatever you hit, oh, it's going to feel something. Amen. 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 Uh, and, and just think if, if you're going to feel something with just those slings in the power, your power, just imagine with the power of an angel of God, the power of God with you, when you sling that, you'll destroy whatever you hit. Amen. Amen. If if that's be God's will for people with the power of God, you, you, you're going down, you're going down is in his hand and he drew near to the philistine and the philistine came on and drew near unto david so they came face to face they're getting closer to each other and the man that bare the shield went before him and when the philistine looked about and saw david his disdain he disdained him so he he basically looked down on david he looked down disdained he looked down on david like oh boy for he was but a youth and ruddy and of a fair countenance. So not only is David, you know, a youth to this guy, and David is far smaller than this guy and a little rugged around the edges, probably a little scruffy beard, a little pouch growing. He was still young, you know, a little bit of scruff, a little patches of hair growing here and there, you know, amen. But he was a fair countenance. So he was a handsome guy. David was a handsome guy, so now he's like, oh, you sent this pretty little boy out of here to try and fight me. Oh, it's going down. That, that's, 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 what, that's what Goliath is thinking. He's licking his chops right now. And, Philistines, and, and, and the Philistines said unto David, I am a dog 
that thou comest to me with staves. And the Philistine cursed David by his gods. Oh, so yeah, he got the cousin of David. Okay. And by the gods that they serve. Okay. Okay. And the Philistine said to David, come to me and I will give thy flesh unto the fowls of the air and to the beasts of the field. So come to me. I'm about to chop you up and feed you to the birds and the, and the, and the, and the, the wolves and the coyotes and the, and the, and the chickens and the buzzards and whatever else is out there. And so, right? Okay, had a little brief interruption. Pardon me, Saints. Uh, I'm going. I'm going to feed you to everything out there. We're going to do this, right? And then David said to the Philistine, he said this to Goliath, "Thou, you come. Thou comest to me with a sword, and with a spear, and with a shield. But I come to thee in the name of the Lord of Hosts, the God of the armies of Israel." whom thou hast defied. So you come to me with all you with all your little uh, weaponry. You come to me with your weapons. And I have no biggest weapon I got. It's the Lord of hosts. I'm coming to you in the name of God, whose people you are disrespecting. This day and the God that you have defied and you disrespect. This day will the Lord deliver thee into my hand and I will smite thee and take thine head from thee and I will give the carcasses of the hosts of the Philistine this day unto the fowls of the air and the beasts of the earth that all the earth may know there is a God in Israel. Amen. He's lying down there. He did right back at him. He, he gives credit to his God and said, you know what? Look at this is David talking to this nine foot behemoth outweigh him out more experience in war uh all weaponed up all from the head to toe got on his protection and he telling him i'm about to chop your head off bro look bro i'm about to go ahead and do this to you i'm about to uh i'm about to he said i'm about to um today the lord gonna let me go ahead and go and take you out and then i'm gonna chop your head off and i'm gonna give your carcass uh 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 to the wild beast. I'm going to give you that. That's what I'm going to do. You know what I'm saying? So that, that everybody will know once I beat you, because you look at me and look at you, once I'm done with you, once I beat you, everybody's going to know that there is a God in Israel. And all this assembly shall know that the Lord, we have 47, and all this assembly shall know that the Lord save is not with the sword and the spear, for the battle is the Lord. Hallelujah. And he will give you into our hands. So he say you don't that the sword and the spear don't mean nothing. Amen. Amen. The battle is the Lord. Do you hear this? For this battle is the Lord. Now, let me say it again. This battle is the Lord in your Amen. And it came to pass when the Philistine rose. Wait, wait, wait. I gotta come back in. I, I gotta give y'all this. And sort of in the battle is the Lord. So when you 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 gotta understand. You know you heard that song, this battle is not yours, it's the Lord's. This battle, every battle you're going to face is the Lord's. Every obstacle that you encounter is the Lord. Every problem that you see is the Lord. Every pain that you've experienced, the battle is the Lord. If you're battling with cancer right now, it's the Lord. If you got a heart issue, it's the, the battle 
battle is the Lord. If you're going through serious seizure issues, the battle is the Lord. If you're going through anything with AIDS or anything, sickle cell or any type of disease, this comfort in your body or in your life it's the battle is the lord's stop stressing yourself stop worrying stop worrying stop allowing this thing to worry you for the bible said what what was it um uh um what uh, uh, uh can a man add one cubit to his stature by worry uh can you add one day to your life is what i want to know this is what I'm asking you. Uh, 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 you add one head of hair to your head without by worrying. No, but you can make plenty of them fall out. Amen. Let's get back to it. We have 48. And it came to pass that when the Philistine arose and came and drew near to meet David, that David hasted and ran toward the army to meet the Philistine. So he ran toward their army. And David put in his hand his bag and took thence a stone and slang it and smote the Philistine in his forehead that the stone sunk into his forehead and he fell on his face to the earth. Do you hear that? Amen. One sling, one stone, boom, right into the forehead, which means he hit him in the brain. What do we call that? We call that a double. We call that a tap. We call that a headshot. We call that oodling the noodles. We call that blowing out your brains that 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 with a stone that he threw and slung out of a sling amen but the power of god was with him the power of god was with him because he was fighting to prove to them that not only are you going against us but you're going against our god and when you go against our god we will prevail amen when you go against our God, we will prevail. So if there's somebody coming against you and you have the ability to be humble enough to go to God and allow God to step in as your shield, your stone, your sling, then you will have victory in the name of Jesus. But you must be humble enough to allow, to proclaim to let and to seek and to give honor to God in his victory. Amen. This is what it is. So we are at 50. So David prevailed over the Philistine with a sling and with a stone and smote the Philistine and slew him. But there was no sword in the hand of David. Amen. You hear that? No sword. And he didn't even have no breastplate. He didn't have on no helmet. He didn't have on no 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 girdle. He didn't have on on, on uh, no shots for, uh, to protect the shin. He didn't even have on anything but the protection of the, the full armor of God. He had God with him. The Bible says, well, for if God be with you, who can stand against you? Amen. Okay, saints. Amen. 51. Therefore, David ran and stood upon a Philistine and took the sword. Come on. He wasn't finished. He told him what he was going to do. What didn't he? He drew it out the sheet. He took this man's sword. You listening? His sword. Drew it out the sheath thereof and slew him and cut off his head. So he had already knocked him down. The stone went in his forehead. He down. He down for the count. Noodled. Double tapped. Single tapped. Whatever you want to call it. Here's a double tap now. The double tap. And he cut off his head with the sword. 
And when the Philistines saw their champion was dead, they fled. The entire army ran off after David did what with what stone without a grace and power of God. And the men of Israel and the Judah rose and shouted and pursued the Philistines until thou come to the valley and to the gates of Ekron. And the wounded of the Philistines fell down by the way to Shearim and even unto Gath and unto Ekron. And the children of Israel returned from chasing after the Philistine and they spoiled their tents. So they went and looted and took everything they had. That's what the spoils of war. The spoils mean they take, you go, when you're done with them, you go and take everything they got. You don't, you, 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 that's called the spoils of war. And they filled their tent. You just spoil, they, they spoiled their tents. Oh, they, excuse me. They spoiled them. We chased them and spoiled their tent. My bad. They chased after them and spoiled them. So they went and, they went and, you know, caught them and did everything, you know, went and took everything. And David took the head of Philistine of the Philistine and brought it to Jerusalem. But he put his armor in his tent. And when Saul saw David go forth against the Philistine, he said, go unto Abner, the captain of the host, Abner, whose son is this youth? Whose son is this? Who is it? Who, son, who is this dude daddy right here? Whose daddy, who, whose child is this? And Abner said, thy soul liveth, O king, I cannot tell. And the king said, inquire thou whose son this stripling is. And David returned from the slaughter of the Philistine. Abner took and brought him before Saul with the head of the Philistine in his hand. So David like, man, he got the trophy. The trophy that showed that God is almighty, that all things are possible through God, that God, through God, no weapon is against, can be against any. No weapon is greater than God as your, as your primary force of, of weaponry. There is nothing greater. As your primary force of battle, God is the ultimate weapon to have in a battle because there is nothing that can go. Nothing man-made can go and challenge God. Nothing man-made can defeat God. And Saul said to him, whose son art thou, thou young man? And David answered, I am the son of your servant, Jesse, the Beth, the Bethlehemite. Amen. So saints, I just want to say this in closing. Whatever you are faced with today in this moment, whatever you are going through, whatever problem that the enemy has trying to magnify and by magnify me, make look bigger than it is. Go to God. Get on your you know, go to God. Look up to the heavens. Put your hands together. Eyes open. Pray to God. Humbly give everything to God but when you give it to God leave it with God leave it with God leave it with God don't pray for the same thing over and over again but instead after you have prayed for it every time you come to God about it again you are to be thanking him for the victory hallelujah David didn't go in the chanting and, and, and into it uh, um into it uh, um uh, 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 half-heartedly or scared or or timid David knew that God was more than a conqueror David knew 
knew that God was more than a healer. David knew that God was more, well, God was strength. David knew that God was refuge. David knew that God was counsel. David knew that God was a shield. David knew that God was a sword. David knew that God was a helmet. David knew that God was a girdle. David knew that God would protect his back. David knew that God would protect his front. David knew that God went before the battle, before the battle had even been fought. And it was already won. Amen. We must face every obstacle in life the same way we go into it with the faith in God that God has already conquered it in the name of Jesus, that God has already broken it down in the name of Jesus, God has already smited and smote it, God has already hit it with the sling, God has already cut off its head, God has already buried it, God has already chased it down, hallelujah, God has already given you the victory, don't be scared. Fear not. Don't be dismayed. This battle is not yours. It's the Lord's. If David can do it, then we can do it. And if we can do it, our children can do it. And if our children can do it, their children can do it. But it must start with us like it started with David. Hallelujah. We have the victory. You have the victory. Don't be afraid of that prognosis from the doctor because the doctor does not have diagnosis from the doctor because the doctor doesn't have the final say. God has the final say. Don't be scared because he said the C word or the A word or whatever word. Don't be scared because God has the final say. God can deliver you from anything. Jesus healed people from the blind. People were blind, leprosy, uh, healed of demons that made them go crazy. He, God, with God, all things are possible. Fear not man. The Bible says fear not man who can only kill the body but fear god who when after the body is dead can cast thy soul in, into the lake of fire i cannot stress enough the importance of the obstacles that will come they're always going to come as long as we exist in this world there will always be obstacles don't be worried when they say oh war is coming oh north korea oh china oh god has the victory you pray for God, you pray to God, you pray to him and you believe and you thank him for the victory. Hallelujah. And the victory will come by way of your faith in Christ. Amen. You are a conqueror through Christ. You are a winner through Christ. You are the head and not the tail through Christ. You are the victor and not the conquered in Christ. You are established in Christ. You are rooted in Christ. You will flourish in Christ. You are a champion in Christ. Well, saints, as always, as usual, it's a, it's a pleasure uh, rightly dividing the word of truth with you. Um, it's an awesome thing, and uh, just thankful for all you that really listen and tune in. And I hope I don't care if it's just one or two, um, because when one soul is saved, the angels rejoice in heaven. It's a party up there, and uh, I'm just thankful that I could be a vessel of the Lord. Uh, to uh, deliver whatever it is he needs me to deliver to my people because that is my job. And uh, once again, this is Brother Morris, also known as Deacon Morris, en route to being Pastor Morris, by the, hopefully by the way of the Lord, by decree of the Lord, of God is amazing. <laughs>
Center for Worship of Jesus Christ. Uh, we're going to close with a little prayer. Uh, Lord, right now we thank you for this wonderful time to study the word and to deliver a message to those who are hungry in need of guidance and of the word. And um, we ask that you, we thank you for your message and we ask that you add a blessing to the, the hearer, readers, and most importantly, doers of your holy word. Help us to be obedient and to apply that which we've read and heard to our daily walk closer to you. These things we thank you in the name of our Heavenly Father and by way of our awesome, mighty Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. May you have a blessed day. May God protect you and protect yours and carry you throughout this day and many more. In Jesus' holy name, amen. On the streets I'm praising God is amazing Lord you're so amazing He gave men the inspiration God is amazing Lord you're so amazing Please look out for me Lord